When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We're back with more Tapped Out with Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine on the BetQL Network. Thank goodness we've got uh, somebody that actually knows something about fighting here. Let's bring on Eric Richter to Tapped Out from the New York Post, friend of the show. Before we get too far into this, so Mike Perry wins his BKFC fight by decision in overtime. I was wondering this. Who do you think's face has taken more damage over the years, Mike Perry or Alistair Overeem? Who do you think, like, has needed more facial reconstruction surgery? The elbow... Oh, I don't know, man. His, oh, God. Alstrovroom's face exploded <laughs> at one time with. Oh, God. Crazy. I don't know. It's the bar fights with Perry. Those are countless. We don't know how many actually happened. So I think that's the X factor. You have to jump in on the, maybe the potential bar fights in Miami. Ooh, I, I'd say that there's some X factor there with Perry. I, you give me dog odds on Perry. I'll take Perry with uh, more facial damage. <laughs> I think Mike Perry's the type of guy where he actually looks better when his face is beat up. Like, I think it's just part of his look. So broken jaw, crooked nose. Like I think it just adds to the lore that is Mike Perry, who is just his he's part, like he's found his home. This is a perfect place for him, bare knuckle fighting. It is. I I love. I mean, who who wins, Jake Paul or Mike Perry? <laughs> uh, I'm into that fight. I don't know who wins. I think I'd I'd lean Mike Perry, but I'm definitely into that fight. Like you're telling me, I've been looking for something that uh, that gets me going to to Jake Paul, so he calls him out after this fight. I'm into that fight. I think that's a fun one. I think I don't know if they'll do it in BKFC, but I'm into that for boxing too. I think that uh, those are fun press conferences. Uh, that's that's an entertaining lead up. I think they should do it. That's all that matters is the press conference. <laughs> of course, BT. BT, Jake Paul was on your show this week. I saw in Miami, and Mike Perry was fighting. Did you not ask him that question? Did you not ask him about throwing down with him? I didn't even ask him about. I didn't even ask him about fighting fight Mike Perry. I didn't even think of it kind of as a as a potential fight. Uh, but you know, Mike Perry having the call out there, like I'm into it. I would I, I would definitely be into that one. I didn't even think of it as like a potential matchup. No. Well, we do know we do know what the matchup's going to be tonight, UFC 278. Let's just go ahead and start with the one that has me the most confused, which is Mirab Davalashvili taking on Jose Aldo. Mirab, the slight favorite at minus 140. The all-time great Jose Aldo at plus 120. Eric, which way are you looking in this one? So I so when the odds came out, Mirab Davalashvili. Hopefully, I am. Uh, Pronouncing that name correctly, Devashvili opened as a plus one forty dog, and Aldo was minus one seventy favorite. Then uh, money came in on Devashvili. Obviously, now Devashvili is being bet up 
pretty high as a favorite. Saw Aldo at plus 125 uh, right before I came on here. I'd say that Aldo's the play here, especially when he opened as a pretty sizable favorite at minus 170. Um, originally, the odds makers believed, you know, Aldo was the play. I would say Aldo by decision. I, my special play on this one, this one's a little bit, a little bit juicy, plus I'll 900. <laughs> plus 900 Aldo by split decision. And oh. that is, yeah, 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 yeah. Like it. So the fight to go to decision is minus 200. Um, but Aldo um, is plus 900 to win by split decision. I mean, what's the roadmap there, right? So the roadmap would be uh, first round, Devashvili maybe is fighting for takedowns, a lot of fence pushing. Um, and then second and third round, Aldo, um, as Devashvili gets a little bit more tired uh, from the fence pushing, Aldo's probably landing more strikes. We've seen recently that judges are rewarding strikers more than cage controllers. That's just what it is at this point, uh, especially with um, the new uh, trainings that were in July. They're up in Niagara. Um, the the post Scott Fontana was there, and we've talked about the things that he learned there. They are really only interested in damage. So I would say that Aldo's Aldo's going to be the play here uh, by decision. And if you're looking for a little something a little tasty, you know, plus nine hundred uh, by split decision. I mean, why not? That's a fascinating thing, man. So you're telling me that with these new with these new regulations on how they're trying to judge these fights, because I it, it typically like when we're looking at things, what odds come out, I do feel like, you know, grapplers and guys who have that advantage, they are always pretty favored because they always have that path to go. Do you think that's something that could really flip odds in the near future? Uh, if we start going the route of, of getting uh, judges looking at strikes and damage even more? Yeah, I do. Um, I think that that is a that's a uh, a narrative to to look at going forward. When you see a striker with good takedown defense, it doesn't seem like they're going to. It, it re- at least recently, they haven't been um, rewarding grapplers who aren't getting takedowns, or if they are getting takedowns, uh, takedowns that don't result in ground and pound or submission attempts. Um, that's what it seems like it's been recently. And according to, like I said, my colleague at the post, uh, Scott Fontana, um, that is something that the commissions are pushing. Um, there that is coming down from the chain is they want damage over positional control. So I would say Marab, I mean, he averages over seven takedowns per 15 minutes. That's one of the best in the UFC, but that doesn't necessarily mean that in a good way. It more so means that he is getting takedowns. They're getting back up, getting takedowns again, get, and getting back up and getting takedowns again. That's not damage. That's control. And that's great control, but that's not damage. So I would say that Aldo with a 90% takedown defense in his career is going to be the play there. Um, yeah, I'll take Aldo for sure all day. Awesome insight always from our boy Eric Richter from the New York Post here on the BetQL Network. By the way, last time that you were telling us that the odds flipped that much during the week, you were right. You were spot on. And so we ended up taking who you told us and made, at least I did, a little bit of money. Put some money in that bank account. Made sure that the dogs got the good food. So yeah, Eric Richter, listen to what he yeah. says from the New York Post. Um, you were talking about the way that the fights go down, the way they're judged, kind of how they're scored. So not to skip over the co-main event tonight, which is Costa versus Rockhold, but let's work our way back there. Usman versus Edwards tonight. BT and I were going back and forth. Edwards, I think, is going to end up going off like a plus 300. Usman at a minus 350. Do you see any path for victory for Leon Edwards? And what are the chances that he tries to wrestle Usman tonight? Hmm. I haven't really thought about him uh, implementing an offensive game plan, to be honest. He does average three takedowns per 15 minutes. He's actually become a much better wrestler, and his jiu-jitsu is rock much solid, better. so much, much better. better. So 
Um, I would say that his, his offensive wrestling probably not going to be as much of a factor. Um, maybe going forward when Usman fights Hamzat, that could be a problem for uh, for Usman. Maybe defensive wrestling isn't something that he's very familiar with. Um, but I would say that Leon is – takedown defense is better. His path to victory is probably going to be striking. It's unlikely to be um, via uh, KO slash TKO. I, I don't really see it. I see more of a decision um in the way of his path to victory is going to be um volume striking elbows which we saw the viral clip of leon already um but we're looking at uh volume striking and avoiding takedowns and that's pretty much going to be it i mean he was plus a thousand by uh decision earlier in the week and i'd say that's most of his win condition to be honest um so i would say that that was a fine bet earlier in the week i think it's still plus 900 but at other books is plus 600 so you have to hunt for some value there um in order to get leon at that number but by decision i'd say that's your only play otherwise i would say it's probably going to be if you if you if you want to bet leon otherwise i take usman um probably late finish or knockout um i played usman in my article today i put usman over two and a half rounds so you get half of round three round four round five and decision uh, i was minus 179 so you get the minus 350 favor you get him down to minus 179 that was pretty good I would say that that's probably the play. Uh, you talked a little bit about the improvement that Leon's made, especially since these guys have fought. But what do you make of how Camaro has improved every time that he's gone out there? You know, he's going through this path of starting to take on a lot of rematches, guys that he's taken on multiple times. Uh, for a guy who has grown as much as he has since the last time these guys squared off, uh, how much improvement have you seen from the guy that a lot of people regard as the number one pound-for-pound pound fighter on the planet right now? I mean, my man has improved drastically. I mean, Komaru is, his wrestling is like, I don't want to say Khabib level, but it's really close if it isn't. Um, his wrestling is unbelievable, and his striking has almost has gotten right there to boot. His power is otherworldly. I mean, just look at the guy's body. I mean, he is so, like, strong, and he never gets tired. It's really unbelievable to see the, the path that he's gone through and just the improvements he's made. Um, you know, there is some concern about maybe his, uh, and John Anik talked about it this week and maybe his body's breaking down a little bit. He had to get the hand surgery. He's got, and everyone talks about his knee problems. That's very well known. He can't run. So he has to do his cardio in the pool. So, I mean, that's just what Kamaro has been dealing with on the side. So, you know, eventually, you know, Kamaro is going to be a fade at some point, just like every fighter, every fighter is going to be a fade at some point. Um, I just don't know if it's tonight. I would say that Kamaru, uh, his improvement striking, it's been uh, pretty serious. I, it's impressive to see how far he's come along. I mean, he's, you know, 21. <laughs> you say, uh, you say, look at his body. And if I'm going to be looking at anybody's body tonight, I'm telling you, bro, it's either going to be Paolo Costa or it's going to be Luke Rockhold. Rockhold tonight comes in as a pretty heavy underdog. Haven't seen him in a while. Plus 285, Paolo Costa on the comeback at minus 345. Any reason to take Luke who we haven't seen in the cage in a while tonight? Uh, I would like to see it. Uh, watch the first half of the first round before you do anything. I want to see Rockhold kind of jab an offensive wrestler's way to victory, but he has never done that in his career. You know, Paulo Costa's got, I mean, he's knocked down Yellow Romero. Yellow Romero's like impossible to knock down, right? Um, Paulo Costa is one of the more talented guys in the division, despite, you know, what we think of him recently with the Vittori performance. And then, I mean, Adesanya absolutely rolled through him. So I would say that uh, betting wise, if you want to bet Rockhold, just wait for the first round, see if he gets killed. Um, and, and he might, uh, he definitely might. Um, but I'd like to see him offensive wrestling is not something he's really done in the past. I'd love to see him go back to it. Um, but like he did back in the day against Weidman. Um, so I'd like to see 
Rock will do some offensive wrestling, and submission is very possible. I mean, he's got one of the better submission games in the middleweight division. So I'd say that Rock hold by submission, if you want to bet him, is probably the play. Um, but that's pretty much it. Submission, decision, but I, I very hard to see a TKO here. He's got no chin. Anytime he gets rocked, it's it could be lights out. He could be done within the first two and a half minutes, uh, honestly. It's just the chin doesn't recover. He seems not very committed to fighting, wants to kind of go into modeling, and who could blame him? He's a good-looking guy. He is. Uh, just a quick thought on this, uh, Eric, before we get you out of here. Jose wins tonight. Um, where do you see as the next guy to get into that uh, title shot for, for Bantamweight? It's a stack division. Cheeto with the performance he had. We got about 60 seconds left. Where do you think that stands right now on who should be number one contender uh, if Jose wins wow. tonight or if Marab wins? I, I think give me Aldo in, in Brazil. That'd just be so much fun. I know TJ, right. you know, he beat Corey. I, I'm, I'm totally cool with Corey, with uh, the TJ win carrying um, the, the Corey win carrying TJ to a title. I'll take Aldo, though. If, if he beats Dibashvili and he does it, you know, pretty convincingly, I mean, he's had a lot of split decisions recently, which is why I gave out the plus 900 um, on split decision. I would say that that's probably one of the play. Like he's definitely right there. It's between him and TJ, more or less. So I or I mean, probably not Cheeto. I know you guys had him. Uh, your boy had him on the podcast last week. So a boy. Um, <laughs> I'll probably go Aldo uh, or TJ for the title. That, that's a boy, by the way. Also, Eric Richter of the New York Post. You're locked into the Bet QL Network. <laughs>